Can I charge flat or hourly rate fees for financial planning as an RIA? That is today's question on the Transition to RIA video series. It is question number 21. Hi, I'm Brad Wells with Transition to RA, where I help advisors just like you understand everything there is to know about why and how to transition to the RA model. Uh, so in today's question, uh, we're gonna talk about, you know, can I charge flat or hourly rate fees for my services? In this case, the question was for financial planning. And so I, I really wanna actually expand the question and go over not just those two ways, but but kind of a whole wide variety of ways that as your own RA that you can charge for services. Uh, now I'd preface it by saying, I'm gonna go over these at kind of a high level, but I, I do encourage you, I did an entire white paper on uh, 11 different ways that the RA model is superior from an economic standpoint uh, to you as the advisor uh, versus other affiliation uh, option. So I encourage you to go check that out. If you're, if you're not already there, go to trans transition to RIA.com. Uh, right at the top is a, a link that says white papers. Just click on that. You'll, you'll be able to easily find it, but uh, it really goes into detail on, on this sort of topic. And like I said, 11 different ways. So I, I encourage you to take a look at that. But on today's video, we're just going to talk about, you know, and the question came up, Hey, can I charge you the flat fees or hourly fees? So again, I did want to go through just a variety of ways uh, to, and that is two of them that as your own RA that you can charge for services and the flexibility this gives you uh, versus maybe what, what you have available to you now. So as I go through these, just kind of mentally ask yourself, hey, do I even have the flexibility to do that you know, now under my current, my current situation? And, and some, you, some you, I'm sure you do. Uh, so the first one, right, the most common one out there is, is charging as a percentage of assets. So whether that's a 1% fee or a 1.5% fee or something less than 1% fee, of course, as your own RA, you can continue to do that as well. Uh, some of the flexibility though, as your own RA is, you get to set that fee schedule on your own. So right now, if you're at a large firm, that, they're kind of setting that that, that tiered fee schedule for you uh, and you have to play within that schedule. And, and then sometimes some firms, even if you, if you choose to discount off of that in turn, uh, that the firm will reduce your grid rate that you get paid on that account. So again, as your own RA, you, you get to set your own fee schedule uh, for what fees you want to charge clients of what size or however it is you want to make that determination. And, and then you also have the flexibility to decide you know, the frequency and the, and the method in which that fee is charged. So, you know, do you want to charge that fee quarterly or do you want to charge that fee monthly? Do you want to charge uh, in advance or in arrears? Again, as an RIA, RIA, you have full flexibility to decide that on your own. Uh, now, the next one, which is, which is related, is, you know, uh, some RAs I've seen, you know, don't want to necessarily go out there and say, hey, we have a, a minimum client size of you know, a million dollars or half a million dollars or whatever the case is, they, whatever there's, whatever the reasons they prefer to not have to throw that out there. However, they do realize that the, the economics involved in, in, in managing a relationship necessitate that a certain amount of revenue come in from a client. And so that's, that's right. The concept of why you have these minimums of a, of a client size, but one, one way as your own RA, you can kind of you know, uh, get around that in a way is, is to not say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Klein, I have a minimum, a minimum client size of X, but you do have a minimum fee. 
of a certain amount. And so if you wanted to use, you know, uh, your fee as a percent of assets, you could say, hey, my fee is uh, 1% of assets, but it, it is a minimum of $1,000 per quarter. So no matter what that math comes to on the 1%, it, 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 my, my minimum is a, is a flat $1,000 per quarter. And so obviously you just, you run that math, you're effectively making a minimum client size without necessarily forcing them away. So if that, that maybe smaller client, if they, they feel the, the services and value you're gonna provide for them is, is worth at least that minimum size, even if the, the aggregate math on that says that comes to you know 1.5% on assets uh, versus your, your kind of normal 1% once people are above a certain amount. Um, if it's worth it to them, by, by all means, you should be able to offer that service. And again, you, you have flexibility as an RA to implement that sort of arrangement where you can say, hey, I have a minimum fee of a certain amount. I don't necessarily have a minimum client size. Um, next up is hourly fees. So uh, you certainly, if, if someone wanted a one-off kind of project or, or something that was maybe kind of laborious for you to have to, to work through, you, you certainly, if you wanted to, could just charge an hourly fee, whether you charge $300 an hour and you say, okay, this is estimated to take 10 hours of, of my time. And you can even, you can even make tiers of that. You can say, hey, to have a, a lead advisor on this is $300 an hour. If, and if it's a maybe more of a, uh, a kind of a junior issue, you could have a junior advisor and, and, and that advisor is at $175 per hour. You, you have full flexibility to, to implement that sort of uh, fee arrangement and, and then you get to decide what those, what those fee levels are. Um, next up is flat fees. So that's just a flat uh, you, you know, example, okay, I will do a financial plan for you for $2,500 um, or I will uh, help you uh, look at your 401k options and get that implemented and answer all your questions. And I will charge you $400 for that. And, and you have full flexibility on, on what you want to, what kind of service you want to offer for this flat fee and then and what that flat fee dollar amount is. And then, and then you also have some flexibility to kind of be creative with this. So I'll give you an example. I know of an RIA that, that is, is grown quite well. And so they, they, have the, I, I realize it's, it's sometimes harder to, to implement this sort of thing, but I think it gives them a lot of confidence and it gives the client a lot of confidence that, wow, this, this RIA is, is, is knows what they're doing, that, that they charge, I think it was $250 for an initial consultation with a prospective client. So if a prospective client wants to sit down with the, with the lead principal, it's, it's a $250 initial, initial uh, consultation fee. And if, of Mr. or Mrs. Client, you become a client of our firm, then we waive that fee, but otherwise it will be $250. And, and that really helps them kind of, you know, weed out people that are, are serious or not, that are, are you willing to pay $250 to come in and, and have a conversation? And then it, then it maybe helps with that decision of, of winning their business that the client might think, okay, I'm already $250 into this. What, what he's saying sounds great you know, why would I want to walk away from the $250? Let's go ahead and do this. And, and, and then that will be waived. And, and so again, that, that's just one example. And, but the idea there's the, the, the creativity you can have with, with, with how you can structure fees. Uh, next step is um, something that we seem to be seeing more of out there is this retainer or subscription type model where, and it's, it's kind of a, a build off of a flat fee where where you could charge uh, as your own or a um, you know, monthly fee, you say $150 a month and I do services of X, Y, and Z, and that's, that's what you provide. Or, or I charge 
$2,000 a quarter. And these are the services I provide for that, but it's, it's, a, it's a reoccurring $2,000 every quarter. So kind of a, a retainer or subscription, whatever you want to call it. And, and uh, that's, that's a, a way to work with you know, smaller clients as well that don't necessarily have a lot of investable assets um, that still could use your financial plan and expertise perhaps. Um, and, and that might one day develop assets and then make it worth your while that you could charge under one of these other mechanisms, but it's a way in the interim to, to provide that service. And, and some of you might not have any interest in doing anything like that, but, but some of you might think, wow, there is a subset of the, the prospect universe out there I talked to that I just, I simply can't make it work charging a percent of assets, but, but wow, if, if, if they would pay me $200 a month and, 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 and yeah, that's maybe scaled down service level than, than what this advisor over here that's effectively paying me, or sorry, client that's effectively paying me $10,000 a year. Um, that's fine. Just you lay out your services and here's how much it costs. And there's, there's perhaps clients or prospective clients out there that would be willing to pay that. Um, and then the, the last one that I'll mention is just your ability to go out there and, and, and advise on assets held elsewhere, not, not immediately under your management or in custody at the firm you're at. So whether that's someone has, again, a, a workplace 401k and they want advice on that and they have no idea what to do. They don't know what these mutual funds are. What should I do? And, and, and you can charge a fee and say, okay, I will bring in your statements. We'll look at this and I will charge you, you know, whatever, whatever dollar amount and help you with that. And maybe once a year we revisit it. Um, of course, you could also go out and work with 401ks at that plan level, working with you know companies there locally to you perhaps, and say, hey, you, you need some better help there at the plan level. Uh, another way you can charge for your services as well. Um, so the kind of the main important factors to keep in mind with all this is, is that you get to decide how you want to structure all these. I, I named, I mean, that's, that's, that's a pretty good list. It's not necessarily an exhaustive list. There's, there's perhaps other ways out there advisors are, are charging for their services. But as an RIA, you have full flexibility to, to implement any or all of these with your client base and, and, and decide how you want to package them with the, with the price and the service level you offer and, and, and how you want to message that out to clients. You absolutely have the flexibility to do that. And, and most important, as your own RIA, you keep 100% of those fees that come in. Now, yes, you do have expenses to cover for the RA. And I, I did a whole video on, on how much you can generally expect as an RA to make on your, your bottom line. So go check out that video if you want to see it. But, but on, the, on the way in the door, every single one of these mechanisms, whether it's hourly, a monthly subscription fee, a flat fee, a, and a percent of assets, 100% of that goes to you as the RAA, the, the custodian you're using or anyone, any other vendor you're using doesn't, doesn't take a haircut on that or, or kind of a, a grid payout on that. Um, and, and kind of a, of importance there is too, that also doesn't penalize you on, on for instance, smaller accounts. So a lot of uh, comp plans now at the large uh, traditional brokerage firms will penalize you on smaller accounts. They say, oh, if you want to have this account under certain amount. What, by the way, that's, that's assuming we as a firm even allow you to have that account or we don't force you to move it over to this call center. But oh, if you want that account, uh, we're either going to pay you uh, a reduced grid rate on it. In some cases, we might not pay you anything on it. Whereas in the RA space, even if you want that small account and if you decide it makes economic sense for you to, for some service level, and then here's the revenue that'll come in, 100% of that is retained by you as the RA. So that's a, that's a big a big difference there. And, and uh, just one example I wanted to give of why this is so important. And I, and I actually gave the same exact, 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 same exact example, sorry, uh, on, on the prior video question 20, you can, or, or video 20, uh, you can check it out there too. But is this, 
This concept, some of you have heard about it before of, of Henry's, it's an acronym, Henry, and it stands for high earning, not rich yet. And so the, the classic example of that is the, is the doctor, the freshly minted doctor that has finished medical school, has finished residency, they're now out there working full time and they're making a very good income earning, they're earning a lot of money, but because they're at that stage in their life, they don't yet have a lot of investable assets just yet, but considering their earning level, their income level, there's every reason to believe they will grow into a potentially a very good client. And so the challenge is on face value. I mean, that, that doctor might have $40,000 total of investable assets, maybe even less. And so a lot of you, unfortunately, might be at a, at a firm now that, that if you try to come in with a client, right, at face value is $40,000. We don't open accounts for, for clients that small that your firm might say, or, oh, yeah, no, you need to push them off to this call center, or, or oh, no, Mr. or Mrs. Visor, I don't care how much work you do for them. You're going to get paid this, this penalty grid rate on that, or maybe paid nothing at all. And I think that's incredibly short-sighted because that doctor, yes, right now might not have a lot of investable assets, but if you can foster that relationship, might very well have a lot of investable assets later on. And, and as an RIA, you, you will not be dictated to whether or not you can have that client. You absolutely can choose on your own whether you want to have that client. Um, and for the, the examples I gave, you can also start getting creative with that, with that relationship to make sure it works for you as well. Even if you know that, okay, eventually eventually he or she will have a lot of investable assets. And, and maybe as an advisor, I typically charge my main fee is as a percent of assets, 1% or whatever it is. And so, yeah, one, one day they will have a, a large account and, and that will make it worth my while under that 1% mechanism. But, but you have the, you have the, the flexibility now to, to say, okay, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Doctor, I'd, I'd love to start helping you. And, and, and we'll, here's all the services I'm going to provide. And for that, and maybe at this point in the relationship, you need to charge a, a quarterly flat fee at $2,000 a quarter. And I help you with X, Y, and Z and all these, all these things in your financial uh, picture. And I'll even do your asset management for you um, for that $2,000. And again, that's, that's because the account's fairly modest. Uh, and then one day when the account grows larger, maybe you, you shift them at that point to a, a percent of assets fee. Uh, but in the interim, you can one, you know, work with the client. No one's telling you, you can't. And two, you have the flexibility here with the way you can charge for your services to, to make it worth your while for both the client and you until they reach that point where maybe they do have those investable assets. So I, I think it's incredibly short-sighted of these large firms to just look past those opportunities. And, and, and if you were to transition to RA model, you'd, you'd never have to worry about that again because you have control over that. And so the, the part in shot I'd just leave you with is to, is to, is to, Think these through and just think through, okay, if you were to start your own RIA, what, what might of these different uh, or fee service levels might you put in place that, that you either currently were, are unaware of or you're currently not allowed to or perhaps the economics just don't currently make sense because if you were to do it, uh, the firm would take X percent of it and so it just no longer makes sense to do. But as your own RA, if, if you had those handcuffs removed and you had all this flexibility and options and you kept 100% of that fee, I, I, I challenge you to think through, you know, what, what would I do? What, what, client, what sort of clients could I work with? What additional services could I offer because I can charge for them? And, and that's one of the real benefits of the RA model is that flexibility you have. So I, I really challenge you to think that through. 
So with that, like I said, my name is Brad Wales uh, with Transition to RA, and I help advisors just like you understand everything there is to know about why and how to transition to the RA model. So today's conversation, perfect match, uh, a, a big part of, okay, if I were to start my own RA, how, how does it work for what I can charge clients and how much do I receive and what are my options? Again, everything we just talked about, that, that is the sort of thing I, I help advisors with all day long. Would be happy to have that dialogue with you as well. Uh, if you're not already there, head on over to transitiontoria.com. Uh, I have plenty more videos you can look at. I have white papers. And then the, the easiest path is just right at the top is a contact link. Uh, click on that. You can instantly and easily schedule a specific date and time, and we can begin having a dialogue just like this. And, and what I do is I just I, I, I get to know advisors. Hey, what is your current situation? What is your current affiliation model? What does your current client base look like? What do you want to do with your practice over time? And then I help that advisor understand, well, what might that look like under the RIA model, both from an economic standpoint, flexibility standpoint, a control standpoint, and really help advisors understand the entire range of how this, this, this RIA model works. And I'd, I'd be more than happy to have that conversation with you as well. So with that, I hope you found value in today's video, and I'll see you on the next one.